1: Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered as well. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for you tomorrow. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.
2: The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything. 24 7 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football.
1: In the latest edition of our Don't Look Back in Anger series, we've managed to bag a Manchester City cult hero. No, everybody, it isn't George Samaras; it's the ginger <laughs> wig instead. It's Wednesday the 25th of January. I'm Amos Murphy, and this is the City Report Podcast. <laughs>
0: Manchester United 1, Manchester City 6, it's 2 for Dzeko. Tottenham Hotspur 3, Manchester City 4.
1: They have made the impossible possible. So let's get into it then. Um, by far, the most famous person we've ever had on the show, and that says a little bit more about the other people's uh, the, 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 the status of the other people we've had on. But it's a fantastic pleasure to be introducing the ginger Wig himself. I'm sure most people, regardless of where they're listening in the world, would have seen your account in some way. But, quick introduction, Gingerwig, it's an interesting name. Where did it start?
0: So the Gingerwig... Um... In, going back quite a few a while now. So in 1998, I was on a family holiday in Scotland and I bought one of the traditional sort of uh, uh, tartan bonnets with a, with a ginger wig attached to it. Uh, and the first game of the 98-99 season, I decided to embarrass my friends who I sat with in the kippax and wear the ginger <laughs> wig. Um, and obviously in 98, City didn't win very often. So we won... <laughs> We won that game three nil, and everyone around me said you can have to wear it again. And so for the last twenty five years, I've worn the same hat to every single match I've been to. Um, oh my and, god! And then subsequently, you know, Twitter, Twitter wasn't around in ninety eight, but Twitter <laughs> you know, came around, as we came the ginger wig, and uh, and we've gone from there really.
1: That's incredible. I'm just thinking now how good it is that like it was a it was a ginger wig and you could pass it <laughs> off as something socially acceptable. It wasn't like a massive. Well, saying that, I was going to say massive inflatable, but City have had history with that I, themselves, it, hasn't some, it? Well, I mean,
0: there is, we have actually got a photograph of me with um, in in the shop where we bought the hat. It, bought the hat, and I'm wearing a fluorescent pink sort of rocker mullet style hair uh, wig. Uh, so it, it could be it could have been completely different. Um, <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah it could have been a lot worse couldn't it yeah the the, the, the flaming pink mullet man you, instead no, yeah um yeah. Right, okay, let's crack on then because I'm sure regular listeners would have known the script by now. We've done a couple of these. If you, after this, want to go back and listen to them, we've done one with Adam Booker, obviously co-founder, Alex Brotherton, sports writer formerly of the Manchester Evening News, but for anyone who is new, it's basically just a, a synopsis of our favourite City fans and their history in the game, and I, I'm excited for this one because I feel like it's going to be a little bit deeper. The one we did with Adam was great because it was he was an American, the one we did with Alex was, was quality as well, but... I'm excited to dig deep into what it was like before the success in a way and sort of how how being a City fan has changed. And obviously you'd have known that yourself. So the first question we always ask on this, on this series is first Manchester City memory. So you can incorporate that if you would like with the first game, the first kit, the first sort of time you remember seeing this weird, fantastical, wonderful football club that we all spend so much of our time stressing more than obsessing <laughs> really, but uh, so much of our time loving.
0: So so my yeah first memory really is um, is of main road I think um mm. I'm, I'm I'm from just outside Manchester so I I, I um uh, I from a rural area so going to main road uh it was it's probably the biggest uh, building I've ever been to uh, you know I had, hadn't really been to uh, into the centre of Manchester so I hadn't seen the town hall you know John Ryland's library, library all the all the big buildings in Manchester um so I, I remember so walking into my first game uh, walking into main road um it was uh very early 90s uh, um still you know the, the the era of 80s uh sort of you know hooliganism uh yeah. was 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 still prevalent uh, so my mum wanted us to go into the main stand which was obviously not as uh, as raucous as the Kipax and and the other stands <laughs> um and I just remember going into the main stand, and the main stand had a, had, uh, a, a unique architecture about it. Um, it. I'm not sure if it's Art Deco or, or whatever, but it was it was it was very sort of palacious and 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 mm. very you know and, and lovely lovely architecture really. And I just remember walking up the steps, um, and suddenly this vast space of of, of green grass uh, was there, and the and the kipax was on the other side, and um, so I think that's just. That was sort of the most evocative, evocative uh, memory I've got of, 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 mm. of City, my first first memory. Uh, so my first game um, was uh, against West Ham and um, after about 90 seconds, Neil Poynton uh, scored a goal. Uh, so Neil Poynton, for those who don't know, was a uh, City left back. So I've no idea why after 90 seconds he was up front scoring that goal <laughs> that uh, says a lot so about that yeah, era really. Well, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, he had the nickname "Diser" for disappointment, but uh, you know, so he, <laughs> but, but, yes. Yeah, so, so I'll always remember, you know, Neil pointing um, as, as as my first ever goal scorer. Uh, so I think that's what you know evokes the most memories of of, of City was it was that you know that, that was the space of, of Main Road and the size of Main Road, um, mm. and, uh, and and and.
1: Yeah, you know, how much I enjoyed Main Road, really. So, yeah, I mean, I, I'm of an age where I was alive when Main Road was around, and and actually, my my nana um, still lives there now. Uh, nana and Granddad lived on the. For anyone wondering, please don't go and knock on the door. I'm sure she'd let you in for a, <laughs> a brew. But it was on Wandsford Street, and it's just one of these streets that was off sort of Main Road itself. And I I, I just about remember this the the sort of the surrounding areas, this vast, like you say, just plonked in the middle of this sort of housing estate, this Mm. row of terraced houses. And it looked in the nicest way possible. It's a stadium, and you can still still see that from photos now, but it looked so incredibly out of place. Like, the the, just the entire... Like, by the end of its era, the amount of building work that had been done, and the stands were so mismatched, and the the roof was different on one side to the other. It was... Some people might look at it and go, it looks ugly and it looks horrendous. And, and, you know, probably the natural person, natural thinking person probably would say that. But it was so, it was so characteristic and you could just. The, the the nooks and crannies of a stadium it's what you want and obviously from one extreme to the other and, and even still the Etihad has developed since City moved into there but I'd I know what you mean that sort of that just cherishing that it'd be nice to go back and watch I suppose maybe one of Pep Guardiola's teams play in that stadium that'd be, that'd be an ultimate crossover Not wouldn't sure. it Um sort of from one extreme to the other now in a sense considering you know the way you started it off a, a city left back scoring um which it could well be uh, your, your answer to this question but we're going to go from first city memory to best city memory now i'm more than happy if you want for you to sort of split this into two and and go maybe one from the quote unquote modern era um because i know we're, we're not all that old just yet it's only been the last sort of 10 years or so or you can sort of move it into one it might be one rainy day sat in the Kipax,
0: which would be
1: completely understandable
0: <laughs> i think i think actually it's probably just right by, slap bang in the middle of those um okay. because i think my ultimate memory really is the um manchester derby in the fa cup semi final um so uh that day just sort of it was almost like a change in the guard for me yeah we we mm. we we'd gone through the um yeah, you know, you know the good and bad times, whatever you want to want to want to call it. Uh, and we we you know, obviously, Sheikh Mansour had taken over in two thousand and eight, and we're talking uh, two thousand and eleven, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so we'd we sort of started to yeah. develop. Uh, we'd got to um, the uh, Carabao uh, no, League Cup final, uh, semi final the previous season against United, um, and we'd got and United a bit, you know, knocked us out of of that to get to the you know to get to the final. Uh, and so it was all, you know, sort of built up exactly the same. The season after it was like if they'd beaten us, it would have sort of you know knocked us knocked us again, and it would have become a bit of a mm. um, uh, you know a hoodoo. do. Um, and I think that just that was it. You know, that day, you know, we, we, we were there um, at the start of the match, and I could just feel, you know, they you just got this feeling that it was our day uh, and that's it was almost like mm. to, you know this this crumble you know united this crumbling empire um and city where they were just about to you know to, to knock them out of their you know off their off their perch put them back in their place um and <laughs> i just just felt at the start you know just watching i think i think previously uh in derby's it, there'd been a lot of anger and a lot of um you know pressure really and you know i remember booing yeah, you know, booing them at main road a few times, uh, but <laughs> I think I feel I felt you know certainly that that day when the teams came when they were announcing the United team, we all turned around and did the Poznan, and it just <laughs> felt it just felt like it was a, a mark of disrespect. You know, showing you you know turning your back on them and yeah. saying you know, you, you're no longer relevant, um, and and so I think that that whole day really just you know it, it was just. Know. it was just a magical day really it just felt like finally we're gonna we are gonna change and 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 for me that the final was was nothing you know it didn't feel anything like um the semi-final semi-final felt like yeah that was that. that was the match
1: um yeah so y- yeah so, 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 yeah, seen so I... a few times in in history haven't we where you could potentially say you know to keep it relevant that recent World Cup with England versus France that felt like a, a past the final I know France went on to lose it but there's a few games in a few cup runs where you go you win this you either mm. win the tournament or you're sure basically not. there and that was certainly it against United I know exactly what you mean in terms of changing the guard and mm. I don't know if you remember rightly. I think United were going for a treble at that point. They'd, they'd either been recently made the Champions League final or they were in the mm-hmm. semi finals. They, the same day City won the FA Cup, eventually managed to wrap the league up. Um, so, you know, this wasn't some sort of. United team we've seen in in the last few years where they're absolute mm. clowns and jokers. You know, there's still like the Wayne Rooney. There's that famous photo, isn't there? of Mario Balotelli surrounded by all of them, and he's just there. He's just there smirking, and yeah. you've got all the the irate United fans. Paul skulls. I think he got sent off that day as well, didn't he? And and then obviously the Ayatore goal. I mean, yeah. where does that that? It, it, I guess you've said it's your best city memory, sort of for similar reasons or, or is that the best city goal um that you can remember i know there's a famous one about 12 months or so later at the uh, towards yeah. the family stand in the etihad stadium and, and there's been quite a few since but in terms of you know iconic moments is that where, Is that the absolute
0: the number one for you i think so I, I, like i say i think if we if we hadn't won that um it would have you know played in our minds and i think you know by winning that we then the following season gave us the confidence to do the 6-1 you know mm. uh, to beat to beat them at main at main uh, at uh, the Etihad 1-0 with with uh, company scoring um so yeah so i think just the, the i think it was like the importance of that goal um was you know possibly even more important than the aguero moment because mm. it gave the belief to do that um and i think you know i think football you know a lot of it's you know mentally in football isn't it if you if you've got that who do um over a team or that's uh, you know um yeah i think i think it's that that point where 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 you want yeah. to get you know, get across really so
1: yeah, yeah spot on it, it it was such a good day as well and i think beforehand there was this sort of like this just Really, really quite toxic nerves and and sort of not being... Even the week beforehand, I remember the build-up. And then after it, it was like, oh my God, that that actually happened. Waking up the next day, I, I think me and my dad bought every single newspaper that mm-hmm. was on the shelf not in terms of the same copy but you know every single different newspaper and I have them somewhere with the back pages and and you know as City got more successful I ended up doing that a lot more and then sort of doing it a lot less when you know for example four league cups in a row I wasn't buying the Daily Telegraph on a Sunday morning for that but it it, it felt seismic it felt like oh my god this like I said it, it's actually happened City have done mm-hmm. United at a time when United were winning trophies and and you know Touch wood, long may it continue, it certainly seems to be doing at the moment. Um, we're going to bring the tone right down then from one of the, the most historic days in city history to, uh, to well, who knows. Um, this is probably the question when we do these that, that people spend the most, ta- uh, most, most time speaking about because there have been so many, even in the modern era, like I said, quote unquote modern era, um, there have been so many of these, but it, it's worst city memory. Now, it doesn't have to be, you know, the most historic, Defeat. It doesn't have to be the you know whatever whatever sort of people may claim is the worst. But it's it's what made you gingerwig feel the worst having
0: been a city fan. I think it was. I think it was probably that first relegation um, in was it ninety six when we got out of the Premier League for the first time. Mm. Uh, I think it's just yeah. I think that that probably hurt me the most because i I'd, I'd, I'd not really experienced it before. Um and we you know, we we we'd, we'd done reasonably well in the when in the first few years of me supporting uh City. We had, you know, we were uh, you know, doing transfer records with Keith Curl, Terry Phelan, um, who had finished fifth, sixth, sixth, I think. Uh and it just mm. slowly uh, the club had over you know, obviously overspent um beyond the means uh, and then you know, a few bad management decisions uh, and we got relegated. And I think that just from a, from a you know, being a young person at the time, I think that, I remember that, you know, the the drive home was, was completely depressing (laughs) and, uh, you know, um, just not, you know, not believing and not possibly not even realizing really previously what, what relegation was. Um, Mm. And just as a, as a, you know, as a a young kid, you're all sort of, you know, just really depressed (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I think that's probably, that's probably the worst city memory. Uh,
1: You know, know. it's, it's an alien concept now though, isn't it? I I think there's a lot of people who might, who might, I mean, I, I believe Google tells me have been alive for a city relegation. Um, How much I remember it is, is up for debate, but it's, it's something that perhaps city will never have to experience again, which is, bizarre to think about considering just how sort of how prominent you know spe- specifically in the 80s and in the 90s just how how prominent those up and down up and down seasons were obviously that relegation um would go on to sort of spark the the whole 1998 stuff 1999 stuff as well and, and then the ascent and stuff like that so it it, it maybe maybe your worst <laughs> city memory had a had a, a vital part I'm- to play in what
0: was what was come to be yeah certainly i, I mean I, obviously that was that was a pre- relegation from the premier league from or well yeah it was premier league at the time down yeah, to the yeah. uh down to the championship or first division whatever it is now but then obviously we had the subsequent relegation after uh you know two seasons after that and then play the likes of macclesfield town and Stockport county and and actually mm. Stockport being in the, uh, in the in the league above me and you know where i'm from uh you know the we were quite a lot of Stockport County fans at the time, so getting getting beat by Stockport is uh, was uh, you know it's <laughs> uh, not the best, but um, yeah, they, they still
1: yeah. go on about that. I'll let oh you know, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got my my brother's a Stockport County fan, younger brother, and um, even though he wasn't even nearly nearly even a thing by the time <laughs> when that was going on, but he, he he still likes to go on about it. And uh, you know, every club has the day, don't they?
0: Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah. So no. like I say playing playing the you know the lower leagues actually. You know, we, we had you know had some great days really you know going to all I going to Oldham and seeing Andy Morrison scoring a, an absolute cracker of a goal um uh, and and where else do we go we went to Blackpool and places like that and you know sometimes you know it's playing different teams is actually quite enjoyable so we go to different places I think you know we've seen that in the Champions League really where we're playing we play the same teams regularly all the time um it's quite nice when we played yeah, you know, the likes of Poznań. I mean, look, you know, you know we got the Poznań dance from from, um,
1: yeah, uh, from, Posner,
0: from from yeah from 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 a Europa League match. Um, so it's quite good to play some of the, the, the other teams. Um, yeah,
1: I know what you mean. I know exactly what you mean. I, I've said a number of times. I'd actually quite like. I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but I'd quite like City to have a Europa League run again you know, let's get the Champions League boxed (laughs) off first. Let's win that this season and then, then we, then we can do what we want in Europe. And, you know, as soon as that first Champions League, uh, triumph trophy is secured Going to play like some of the teams in Europe that it'd be great because I know exactly like, it does get a, a repetitive sometimes doesn't it when you get into the latter stages of those competitions even in the Premier League uh, I think we will get into a situation now where the Premier League is maybe entertaining but at the same time it's producing some of the same storylines but um we'll we'll start to we'll start to move it on then I just wanted to say before we moved on to part two um you obviously have quite a notoriety. I don't know if that's something that uh, the the right word within, within city fans, community, et cetera. Do you want to explain exactly what it is you do? Because if someone, if people listen to this and they don't know, then first of all, where have you been? But second of all, you need to go and check out um, the store. Now I'll pass it over to you and I won't give too much away, but I think it's important. We brought this up before we moved on.
0: Yeah. So, um, so basically I, I, Curate and curate city Manchester City gifts. Um, So we uh, so seven years ago now I was uh, writing a bit had a bit of a bit of a blog, and I um, went into Manchester uh, around one of the local markets looking for unique gifts for for a blog piece, um, and basically met a chap who uh, was had these wonderful. uh, cushioned covers uh, with a unique design on and he had a Manchester one he had a um, northern quarter uh, base one and I said to him oh do you do a Manchester City one and basically he said no but we could do uh, so from that we I worked with the artist and we created a, a unique map um, to go on the cushion cover and it turned out that basically i you know one thing led to another, and I we launched a store, uh, a stall, um, you know an online shop. Sorry, uh, and obviously with one product on the shop is not very good, so it sort of uh, snowballed from there. And so now we sell. Uh, well, I think the last count we had over eight hundred products on the on the store on the online shop. Um, so I, you know, I work with different artists. Uh, I uh, create, you know, t-shirts, hats. Um, a design, sock, you know, we, we launched some socks a couple of years ago of, of various. So based, you know, some of it's based on kits, previous kits, previous socks we've we've worn, um, and then we've got you know little caricatures on 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 things like coasters, mugs. um Yeah, we've we've we even do uh, yeah swimming shorts and uh, and. and and muffin and balm chip forks, so uh, you know which is. I, a I was going to bring that up. On, I was uh... going
1: to bring that up because I think we're, we've got a <laughs> few uh, a few American listeners, uh, non the letter Sorry, not least the Main Road Ramble lot, who who when you you, you replied to them once, I remember them coming to me saying, "What on earth is a muffin <laughs> and chip balm for So um, just quickly then, quickly then, before we move on to part two. <laughs> what what side of the fence are you on on that debate uh, well i uh, yeah
0: i'm a muffin man so i'm really yeah, oh, yeah really yeah, yeah, oh
1: yeah, so, my so, so muffin muffins what you have for a pudding there's no, not you don't no, you don't have no, a no. breakfast muffin you don't get a, you don't get a muffin
0: with chips. yeah uh, no no i i'm uh, i'm definitely a you know, manchester muffin man um uh yeah i don't know why but uh, you know it's you know, you see quite a, quite a few different places around manchester um but yeah there's the, Basically, the 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 bread rolls and you, which you have, you you know, you slice and you put your chips on, and so some people call them balms, some people call them rolls, some people call them muffins. This when I launched it, you know, it, there's been a bit of an argument on 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 City Twitter, um, a muffin or barm, uh for for a while now. I think City, you know, the official account actually tweeted it's a muffin. <laughs> um uh and and so and so we decided to just you know i would seen these um metal uh forks that you can put in your key ring and, and eat your chips with and it's got a little bottle open on the end of it as well um and basically we you know decided to be on one side it says city we're on the chips again and the other side it said it's a bomb or it's a muffin and and, and to be honest yeah, i had so many people contact me saying they wanted something else on it saying it was you know like, you know and you and sort of started to see around the country what people um, call things. So you know, we yeah, had the, uh, I think I think certainly from like the East Midlands was it was cob. Um, yeah, we had, some, we had some. Yeah, yeah. You know, certainly Yorkshire was bread cake. Um, uh, I'm just trying to think what else we had. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. There's some. There were some re- very random ones like a Fetler, which I'm not too sure what. <laughs> I've not, never heard that, but. Um, But yeah, there's uh, lots of different, lots of different connotations of of, of these, you know, what's essentially a, you know, a bread, piece of of bread for your chips.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's a simple life, isn't it? Um, Right, okay, that'll do for part one. We'll be back in a jiffy to carry on with part two. Welcome back to the City Report podcast. I'm with Ginger Wig. Um, right, okay, this is probably my favourite segment because it's where things start to get a little bit creative. Straight into it then. Now, obviously, you mentioned the gifts that you do, and I'm sure, or, or maybe they don't. Your answer for this features in this question. But um, question number three, best kit or your your most your, your favourite city kit of all time, what would you say it is?
0: So favorite kit. So I I I spend probably far too long looking at the different kits and looking at oh, all the city kits. All. It's a guilty. It's a guilty uh, <laughs> uh, well, I think I think you know for for what I do, um, I'm mm. always thinking, well, what products can we do at launch for different kits? And uh, you know, I've got loads and different um, prints with all you know all the kits on. Um, I think the kit that I I go back to is, is the kit that I wear for every match is the uh, laser blue 1996 home kit. Uh, made mm. by Kappa. Um I don't know why it's my favourite kit. It's, uh, it's it's probably just, um, yeah, like I say, the one I wear and uh, 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 you know the d- design of it. It's quite simple design, but yeah, it, I mean, lots of people don't like it because it's not a traditional city colour, really. Um, yeah, although I was going to say that. When, when you, you look at the kits, um, yeah, you, you know, we've got we've got a print with, like I say, every single print, uh, home kit on, and. There, there isn't really a city color as such, you know, the kits changed that much, um, going from, you know, from the lighter blue and darker blue and the lighter blue again. Um, mm. you'll see, uh, you know, the, the last kit we wore at main road, um, was actually probably even darker than the laser blue. Um, you know, the one, so if people look back and see the, when, when Neville for the goats, that, that kit. Um, <laughs> so yeah. So, and, and then, uh, you know, if if you know from from what I've, you know, we've seen um sort of a few a few uh, for next season coming up on 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 city Twist on, on the twitters uh you know that that you know if it's going if it's going to be the, the one i've seen it's 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 sort of two shades of blue um but yeah so the the the, the Kappa, uh laser blue one um it's probably my favorite just from the feel of it um the yeah you know, the, the the classic capis you know stripes on the sl- on the on the um, on the sleeves and on, sh- on the shoulders, uh, the fact that it's not actually cut, um, it's cut slightly differently. So you've got a, a longer bit at the back with MCFC off on it, um, mm. and just the, the whole the whole feel of it really. Um, so it's either that one, or I'd say the, there was an Umbro one, um, which was white uh, with the red and blacks. Uh, you know, um, stripe uh, diagonal stripe on. Um and I think uh, that one again. The, the just material wise, that's it's really nice feel to it, um, and it also looks quite classy. That the the the, the, um, the the Etihad Airways was a smaller uh, on the on the on the, ch- on the mm. sort of the chest rather than the, all the way across. Um, so yeah, so I think those yeah, it's probably the one. Probably those two are my are my favourite ones. Um, Although this season's home kit, uh, I quite like that as well.
1: It's a modern classic, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, I, it I is. Think, yeah, yeah. It it will go down. And it, I'm, I was thinking back to the, when when City were having a couple of bad results. I'm thinking, dear me, this is a title-winning shirt, boys. We can't we can't pass this up opportunity. This isn't a shirt where you finish third in the season. It's one where you go and lift trophies. And I know what you mean that 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 those Kappa shirts. Anyway, I mean mm-hmm. they're they're some of the best City kits altogether. I mean, for the benefit of the tape. I've got um, the, the, the what do you call it? Burgundy, sort of navy blue, white burgundy. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think it's 98 away shirt. And and like you say, the the cappa down the sleeves. It, it's just, it was like, it's like you look back at it and you go, that's everything you want from a kit. I'm sure at the time, mm. you know, there's some people going, oh dear, because that's the, the, the eternal debate, isn't it? The, the oh, playoff yeah. winning shirt, which is so famous. Some people find it repulsive. And I think honestly, if I'm being objective, looking at it and going, as an actual shirt, probably not. But I've still got it, you know. It, oh, yeah. most people, yeah, everyone still has it, and and it's it's like it's a rite of passage, isn't it? Um, any just quickly, any any stinkers in your eyes that you think, dear me, i you wouldn't ever catch me dead in that shirt. Any any really bad city shirts for you?
0: There was probably the there was a silver one. Uh, it was called the Spirit of the Kipax, I think. So we had a few. Uh, yeah, was, uh, sorry, Spirit of 98, 99, So we had a few bits of you know the, the colourways, I think it was. It was early two thousands, I think, um, but it was a yeah, it was silver silver away kit, which was which was horrendous, really. Um, but but I think I think just going back to you, you know, the modern classic and um, uh, the home kit. I, I think there's a lot of times kits now only last one season, whereas mm. you know if you went back to the nineties, they lasted two seasons, you know, at least. And I think sometimes, you know, there are kits that deserve to be worn a lot more than they have done. You know, look back at, you know, this well, for instance, this season's red and black away kit, I think is really nice. And we've hardly worn it because Mm. um, Forest got promoted. So they're red. Uh, Arsenal, Liverpool, you know, the the other lots, uh, they're all (laughs) red. Um, So, so you know, sometimes there, there are kits which, you know the, the the Black Hacienda kit we had a few seasons ago. Mm. The, they're not they're not given time to sort of mature and become classics. Um, mm. So 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 like I say, the the, the Wembley one uh, in '99. I'm sure if if Twitter had been around, everyone would have been hating that kit. When it was first <laughs> Me, included. Me included.
1: Me included. Oh yeah,
0: because because I mean I mean I mean go if you go from material wise, compare that to the. um uh, you know, the, you know the one that you've got behind your shoulder, and all the bl- all the blue, laser blue one. It's a it's a really rough material as well. Mm. Um, so it's 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 you know it's not it's not great. And like I say, the colorways, you know, we've never had that fluorescent lime color um, in our history. And you could so you could just sit, you could yeah, you know, I can imagine what you know, City Twitter would have been like if if when we launched that. But now, um, you know, we we do wear hats, bubble hats, and. Um, Beach towels, uh, of kits and, and that that kit is, is one of the most popular um choices, you know. Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah. So yeah, so, it's, it's understandable.
0: Uh, you know, I'm, sure, I'm sure people would have hated it. So.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think you're spot on. I think you're absolutely spot on. Um, right, OK, let, let's begin to wrap up then. And, and, and probably the best question from, from this series, this mini series, because it, it's the one I find that people's, when, when you ask them the question, that the rise light up a little bit because it is purely nostalgia based. Because, I mean, maybe not, maybe it's a current player, but um, it, it's your favourite City player of all time absolutely no restrictions on this. They don't even have to be a good footballer. They could have been the worst one. It could have been a famous memory. It could have been an open net miss, whatever it is, just the footballer that played for Manchester City that makes you, that sort of you find epitomises the club, epitomises why you support the club and, and the one that made you sort of, you, 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 you'll you think back in 20, 30 years and go, yeah, it was them.
0: Yeah, well, I think things probably be popular with a lot of people is Pablo Zabaleta, um, oh nice. Yeah, just I think he just epitomised everything. You know, he he was probably one of the last uh players before the um the takeover, uh and he just you know went from being you know, but you know, it was it was a rel- you know a relatively cheap signing, really. Um mm. and you know, just the way he was, the way he came in, as you know, you no know, one really knew, you know, new Pablo Zabaleta. Um and just the way he, you know, put his shifts in every time, and you know, I remember it? You know, he gave his nose broken, and you know, you know, and just and 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 the stories behind it, like you know, he lived in Spree, whatever, and you know, went to the chippy, and he loved the chippy, absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a great chippy as well. Oh yeah, learned his English, you know, watching Coronation Street, you know, like, you know, just the just the stories you get from from him, and just the fact that he always put you know, 100% in, you know, and, you know, we're going for those tackles and stuff like that. And, you know, so I've always loved a tackler, really. So someone like, you know, Andy Morrison going back, you know, a leader and, you know, Nigel De Jong, someone who can just, you know, lift the crowd with that one, you know, one big tackle. And Zabaleta, I think, you know, certainly sort of, you know, Epitomised all that in in, in, and and my sort of city, you know, feeling of what city is, you know, is is, is Zabaleta summed up in in, what in yeah in in one
1: player really, yeah, what a player, what a man as well, and I, I think we've had in the last few years, probably going back to probably was Zabaleta who sparked it off in that first Guardiola season. We've had almost every single season a big name player depart and you know obviously on the final day of the season it's great because you get to see him play videos and whatnot and and I think if I'm being totally honest because we never got the company one because obviously he was still he he didn't announce it until after the season I think Zabaletas was the one that made me go (gasps) and made me go a little bit teary-eyed and in the stadium watching it when he was speaking because he puts on this this uh, hard exterior and this big tough man and whatnot, but when you hear him speak, you know he's an absolute softy. Mm-hmm. And you know, and it's you know what I, I love about him—he like you say—he bridged the two you know again relatively speaking eras in the sense that when he arrived you know he, he wouldn't have even imagined being able to play under Guardiola for example let alone winning trophies let alone winning leagues let alone you know at some points captain in City I think if it wasn't for company then he probably would have gone on to be one of City's most revered captains obviously he never got that opportunity and and just sort of to have that experience as a footballer and and even going beyond that some of his punditry work is is incredible and and I think he actually rocked up recently as Albania's assistant coach Just something it, like yeah. that which is bizarre but he, he's living he's absolutely living his best life and um, I think that's I think that's probably a really nice place to wrap it up um Gingerwig it's been an absolute pleasure. It's been an honor. Thank you very much. You welcome back anytime. I feel like when, when, when they do the uh, the the goodbyes to a famous player, I feel like giving you a uh, an, a <laughs> lifetime season ticket to come back on the pod anytime you want.
0: Well, thanks so much for having me on. And uh, yeah, well, yeah, feel free to give me a shout whenever you want.
1: <laughs> Fantastic. And uh, just finally, then, where can people find you uh, both on Twitter and to find some of the gifts.
0: Yeah, so on Twitter, it's just the Ginger Wig, uh, and then. For our shop, is online. Uh, the Gingerwig It's quite quite a mouthful, but uh, yeah, um, <laughs> we we um, we sometimes do uh, markets, but yeah, uh, you know, certainly you know, whilst the weather's rubbish and sitting, there's lots of city matches on. We don't, uh, we won't be won't be doing any for the foreseeable. So yeah, o- online is the best place to go, um, and yeah, we we ship worldwide. Uh, so um, that's all. Yeah, well good Yeah, stuff.
1: fantastic fantastic thank you very much once again um if you're new hit follow hit subscribe we provide daily episodes covering manchester city news match reviews previews and whatnot if you're sticking around thank you very much and until next time we'll see you later
2: on 116 123. That's 116 123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure 24-7 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football.
1: Make sure you're geared up for Man City's end of season running with mc Delivery. Great food delivered right to your door. By using mc Delivery, you won't miss a moment of City's crucial running, and just like Kevin De Bruyne, they deliver your order exactly where you want it. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. Are you in? At participating restaurants only, 18 and plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply, see mcdonalds.com.
0: This podcast is proud to be part of the
2: TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.